0: Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined by my, my returning guest, Matt Finch of Mythmere Games. Welcome back!
1: Thank you for having me again. It's,
0: it's, it's great to have you again. I'm excited to talk to you. You just well sent out. I you know that the PDF fulfilled for the Kickstarter for the tome, the Tome of Adventure design that was recently recently uh, backed. Correct.
1: Yep, that's right. We had the, uh, we had it finished in layout when we launched the Kickstarter, but then uh, we did, uh, the, the Kickstarter was more successful than we expected. And so we spent a little bit more money on art uh, to, to jazz up one or two places in the book. And uh, I think we fulfilled the Kickstarter within a, maybe it was within a week. It was certainly, sort of, it was within a couple of days from the point that we got, you know, you got to wait until they tell you this is what people actually ordered um you know so we went through the survey thing but we we did fulfill the the kickstarter uh you know pretty much immediately upon the uh, you know from the point that we were able to on that which you know i I think gives people you know people like to have something in their hands as soon as possible after kickstarter and uh you know especially since the you know given the the war in ukraine and the fact that we're using a us printer and they had a whole lot more business it's going to be a while before the printers are able to actually uh, you know, print the book, get it out. And so we're, you know, we're not really expecting to fulfill printed copies of the book until basically the end of the year. We're sort of, you know, we, we're thinking about November is when the printed books come in. So we want to have, uh, with, that's when they'll go out. Actually, we're, we're hoping people will start getting those in November. So, you know, it's, it's always good practice to have something, you know, a, a, as far along as you can.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to get the print copy, and it's it, it, it turned out to be over 500 some pages. I love those big giant books. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely going to be a much bigger book. You know, largely because of the uh, you don't think you know it's it's largely because of the Apophenia engine in the margins. The, uh, the the layout is more spaced out uh, than it was in the earlier versions. But uh, the main thing is you know you put something in the margins, you don't really think to yourself. Unless you're a graphic designer, you're not thinking to yourself. Okay, that still that still means I still need some margin in between the text. So it does. Uh, it, it's the uh, the the old you know thing that you did you know when you were writing term papers and stuff. Well, yeah. if I could just make the margins a little you know a little bigger, then it'll. So that's you know kind of how that works. That you know I think it was absolutely worth it to have the extra pages in there and have that Epiphenia engine in there. Uh, but it is a longer book. It's, it's I'm excited to get the print copy. I've been flipping through the PDF and hopefully we'll
0: sometime in the very near future, maybe sit down and roll up an adventure with it. If you'd be willing to come in and do that, I would really appreciate that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So I've, I really am a big fan of something else. Another book you did that people may be familiar with. And I think a lot of our listeners are and that that's swords and wizardry. And I know you've been doing stuff with myth mirror games here as your own uh, publishing company, essentially. Is there anything on the horizons there?
1: Yeah, in fact, that uh, a version of Swords and Wizardry is probably the next thing up on the horizon. We had to go do a lot of thought about how it is that we're going to, you know, get it out there to people because anytime, uh, you know, because for one thing, we've just done our first Kickstarter, and although. Uh, Kickstarter does have a tendency to allow you, and it's not really in their rules, but they do allow it uh, to have two Kickstarters that are unfulfilled at one time. But the if it's your first one for a company, it's kind of like, yo, you just don't do that. You know, you do your first one, you fulfill it, and then after that, you may go to a more aggressive, you know, release schedule. So we're not looking at. probably doing crowdfunding on that. And when you're in that situation, you know, you're you're going to be leaving some money on the table. There's a reason that people use uh, crowdfunding platforms. It gives you more sales um, than if you just, you know, sort of, you know, put something out and say, Hey, you, you can come and get it now. Um, just because they generate a level of excitement and a little yeah. level of community for people to talk about it. But we decided that, you know, we're going to go ahead and probably do that just because right at the moment, the only version, there's not a version that's in physical print right now. I don't know whether Frog God still has copies of the box set. They probably do still have some, but they you know, but from the, the the technical publisher of the games, Mithmir Games, there's not a, a way of saying, you know, here's how you go and get it, you know, from it. So we're going to go ahead and do that. The plan right now is we think we're going to do probably print on demand for it um, just so that we don't have because we won't have the great big number of people buying it all at one time, which is what you use, you know, to fund your printing thing. So we'll probably do it print on demand. Uh, It's a small enough book to do print on demand with a reliable binding, which was not the case with Tome of adventure design. We're going to go uh, probably all black and white on the interior on that.
0: I have to say 100%. I like that a lot in my game books. I like black and white text and I really appreciate that.
1: <laughs> is, there are there are a lot of people who do. And I think, you know, we've gotten past a point. There was a point in time where people assumed that if you were using black and white art, that that was just to save money. And I think people have gotten past that now to the fact that there's a very different feel to black and white illustrations, you know, you're aware that you are looking at a book, and you know, and this is the way that I sort of describe the the, the relative benefits of black and white versus color. Color is like mainlining the fantasy. You're sort of looking right through the book into the fantasy world. And that's you know really good for some people. That's a, you know an adrenaline boost. It has its benefits. On the other hand, when you are also uh, when you're using black and white and you're aware that it's a book, you get um, you it's it's just it's a it's a different experience. And a, a lot of people and there you know there are a lot of fans for both of those different approaches. I'm a big fan of of black and white art for its own sake because you you're filling in. You know you're using your mind to fill in. Uh, more about it you're aware that what you're looking at is an illustration but then your mind says okay it's an illustration I'm going to go beyond that what am, what else am I seeing with this kind of thing which you tend to do less of with with the, the sort of instant impact of color art and uh, and, and largely you know and it is uh, there are economic considerations there as well when you're going to a traditional printer there's not a huge difference in price when you're printing in bulk between black and white and color it's it's there but it's not tremendous but with print on demand where they're firing up either a color printer or a black and white printer every single time that somebody orders there's a larger difference in price uh, between color and black and white and so that will allow us to you know I've always been a big fan of the rules being uh, as your rules should be relatively inexpensive in in terms of that. And so that allows us to, uh, you know, will allow us to sell the rules, given that it's POD, which is going to generally be more expensive anyway, that lets us cut back on that cost a little bit by doing a POD that's black and white. So that's, that's the overall approach. And we've been talking also about, you know, the possibility of making it look, uh, you know, sort of more like a, a Conan comic book. Uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I've, I've, I've sort of backed off of that because the problem, the difficulty with that is that there, you kind of want it to be in color. Because I don't know about you, but I, I really like, you know, even the four color offset comic books where you've got dots in the wrong places and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, it, it's it's very powerful, but, you you know, I'm less interested usually in looking at something that's a pure black and white comic book. And so I think we're going for, you know, we're, we'll, we'll probably go for something that's more of the, you know, traditional game look. So that's sort of where we stand on the decisions there. So we're working on it, you know, uh, we're, we're getting started on, on working on that as we speak and the, the order of um stuff that we do just you know given who we've got in house is that you know suzy is probably going to start on the layout there's not a lot of tech stuff in this one i am going to fix the sleep spell though i'm going to, I'm going to say that it affects creatures i'm not going to use the word uh enemies in the description of the sleep spell so that's that's the big <laughs> big thing that some people have been waiting for for multiple editions of the of the rules but that's about as, as much as i'm going to go in terms of uh of updating anything so well that's awesome so Like you're
0: talking about print on demand with it, you're saying like what we're not changing the text, but when it comes to layout design sizes covers like is there any kind of stuff that you think that we might be able to expect to see different or the same.
1: Uh, well, I think we're going to probably go with letter size the, again, and that has to do with page count and the reliability of bindings on a print on demand product, because it's just in general, the binding on a print on demand product is not going to be as good as the binding on something that's done by a, an actual printer. So uh, to reduce the page count, we're going to stick with the letter size uh, format for that probably. And it's not, you know, this is in in a way, this is kind of a stopgap edition, addition just because there needs to be something out there and we're going to, you know, uh, you know, we're going to spend, you know, plenty of money on our, it's going to be a good edition, but it, it's not based on the idea of let's do something, you know, to reach out and grab people and that it will be wildly different and stuff. It's, it's more that, you know, there are a lot of people who are asking where can we get copies of the rules? And so we're just going to go with this, you know, a, a relatively standard, you know, letter size, not even sure, you know, paperback hardback, uh, you know, yet, but we'll, we'll do it via print on demand because that way we don't have to worry about, uh, warehousing or anything like that. And we can focus on because we've got a lot of other things that we're trying to come out with and we're bottlenecked by the, the crowdfunding aspect of things that you can't come out with too many things all at once. So, uh, you know, that'll allow us to focus on this, things like, uh, the, uh, uh, city encounters book, for example, coming out.
0: Yeah. That's what I would like to know about is what else is myth and mirror games coming, uh, coming out with and what can we expect from like, as you said, the city encounter book and what else?
1: Yeah. Well, the city, the, the city encounter book is done. Um, We are probably going to, on that Kickstarter, have some map locations, which, you know, won't be numbered or anything like that. There won't be any detail on that, but it will show, you know, here is a street and here are the buildings around it. Because when you're doing, uh, if if a city encounter does turn into combat, a lot of the time you want to have some mental picture of where it is that that's happening. And so there's going to be some graphic uh, type of stuff, either in a separate book or maybe as an appendix. And, you know, not really sure exactly how we're going to do that. Uh, yet. That'll probably depend on page count. You know, there are a lot of factors that come into it, but there's going to be some, uh, you know, visual map type resources that go with that. And again, it's going to be focused on encounters. It's not, it's not a build a city book. It's very much just a, you know, you're running a city adventure. You want, you know, quick encounters that are relatively easy to read. And so that's going to be the focus, but it'll, it'll, it'll give you a map you know, referent as well. That's probably not even linked at all to the encounter numbers. It's probably just a, you know, flip through, you know, put your finger on a map. Okay, this is the map you're using for this encounter. So that's, uh, but that, that'll that be uh, probably the next actual crowdfunding that we do after we fulfill uh, the Tome of Adventure Design. In terms of new material, we're probably going to do a new adventure module uh, with Swords and Wizards. So I'm writing, you know, yet another, inca- you know, introductory uh, adventure, which is fine. I like those. Um, They're easier to do than high-level stuff, and uh, you know, so so that that'll have that 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 will be the new material, you know, that's out there with the uh, with the rule book will probably be a new introductory adventure, and then after that, it's it's a little more vague. We've got a bunch of projects, none of which is. So close to the finish line that it's obviously the next thing. So, I think what happens is over the course of time, as we're getting closer to fulfilling on Tome of Adventure Design, whichever one of those moves closest to the finish line organically, based on what do I feel like writing today, that's probably the thing that'll be the next candidate to come out after that. But we've had a lot of people asking about, uh, you know, the, the rule book, asking about city encounters and people who were asking about Tome of Adventure Design. So it's kind of like, those are the big three that we really want to get out there and have in the catalog for people to get. And then we move on with the newer stuff.
0: Well, I'm really looking forward to it and excited. I have, I, I actually brought over today a huge stack of various different printings and editions of Swords and Wizardry from from that I've managed to pick up and hold on to over the years. Uh, there was one that has this like, I don't know if it's a it's a dragon of sorts with a, some sort of wizard goblin on the front I was curious if you knew what printing or where that one happened or occurred from because I just had it sitting around and, and I wasn't familiar with where no, it came from. I,
1: I also have no idea what that is. Um, is it is it in English? Because it might be one of the foreign translations. No,
0: it is definitely in English. It is a soft cover and it has it has the Frog God logo on the back. I think the year says two thousand eight to two thousand twelve in the front. And it is swords and wizardry complete. It is the complete rule book. The interior is similar to like the Errol Otis cover one that comes out and stuff like that. Okay. And yeah, I, it was one that I just literally picked up at for five bucks at you in a used box at the game store. And I was like, Oh, this is swords and wizardry cop. You don't recognize the cover. <laughs> no. Yeah. No,
1: I don't, I don't recognize what that is either. I mean, if it's got, you know, it might be a bootleg that even kept frog does name on there, you know, in the interior. I don't know.
0: That may be the case. I haven't been able to figure it out. The 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 cover is completely different to anything I've seen, and I picked it up. I thought you might have the answer because I couldn't figure it out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I love the cover. I, re- I that's that is a kick ass cover. It's just not one that I recall seeing. So
0: yeah, I it, it was a random find in a five dollar box at uh, actually the place. I can tell you exactly who had it in their use section is Bookery Fantasy in Fairborn, Ohio is where we okay. got it. So. But yeah, I got just piles of these. So I'm excited for. I I will always buy another Swords and Wizardry book when it comes out because I like having multiple copies at the table when we roll up characters. Oh yeah,
1: no, it's always useful.
0: And I'm excited for some of this stuff coming out in the future. So we're the three things that we can definitely look forward to in the future are going to be we're gonna we're going to get that uh, we're going to be seeing the print copies by the end of the year of the Tome of Adventure Design. Hopefully, yep. we'll see some sort of option for Swords and Wizardry in the very near future. And that will be print on demand, and then the city book will be the next thing to crowdfund.
1: Yep, and it's going to be it's going to be at least three months before the swords and wizardry uh, thing goes out there because the, the you know first we're going to do layout, we're going to find out where have we got gaps uh, where we want to fill in art, and then uh, you know we're going to go to artists and be able to give them you know the exact dimensions of what it is that we're looking for, uh, and then but then once we actually get it out there, I, I should say that proofing a, a print on demand book is a real pain because you have to, you know, first you order it, then it takes a long time to get to you. Then you've got, you know, in, you know, bizarre problems, uh, you know, that, you know, with a, you know, a a picture that shows up as a black rectangle and you go back. So that, that can be a while, but so we're looking at, at at least three months, I think on, uh, before anything like that comes out, but when it does, we'll be able to deliver it pretty quickly to people.
0: Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, before we take off here, because we're running out of time, could you let the listeners know where they can find you online and will they'll be where they'll will be able to find all this future upcoming stuff online as well.
1: Sure. Um, I guess the best place is probably the uh, the the actual company's website, which is mythmeregames.com um i'm also on facebook either you know as matt finch or also mythmere games has a facebook page um we do have a twitter page but that's mainly just for announcement type of stuff there's not a whole lot of uh interaction that goes on via the twitter account um so those are probably the best places you know we are also on drive through so if anybody needs to contact us you know there's, there's drive through as well um and uh and so you know those, those are probably the best places right now our, our social media presence is 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 there but it's not very strong right now like we don't watch our discord we we do have a discord channel too i don't recommend trying to get in contact with me via discord so <laughs> i'm just not i don't keep it open on my computer because we were talking before it, 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 it's such yeah. a memory hog that it really kills your computer so uh discord is not one of the things that i monitor very closely but the uh Uh, either the company's Facebook page or my personal Facebook page or, uh, you know, anything on MythMeerGames.com.
0: Well, thank you for coming in. It's been great talking to you again. Good talking to you too. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We can use any support. You give us patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.